Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Jim Hardy and his wife lived in a small one-room cabin in the Colorado Hills. They had known many disappointments in the search for gold, so Mary didn't let her hopes rise too high when she saw her husband running toward the house in an exultant mood. Mary! Mary, I've got news! We're going to be rich! Now, Jim... It's the truth, Mary! This time I found gold, and there can't be any doubt about it. And, honey, we're going to celebrate. Yes, sirree. Please, Jim, don't let your hopes rise too high. We're having a party tonight, a rip-roaring party. A, a party? Yeah, that's it. I met Sam Davy in town. He's the one who grubstaked me. He's coming over tonight, and so is Lawyer Killigrew. And I invited several other people. I didn't know you were friendly with Lawyer Killigrew. Well, I asked him because he's going to draw up a paper. What kind of a paper? A partnership agreement, of course. Sam Davy is half-owner of my claim. Half-owner? Well, Mary, you know what the rule is. Sam Davy grubstaked me. If it hadn't been for his $50 to buy food and a few supplies, I'd have had to give up work in my tunnel. I never would have found the gold. And you 
You're going to give Sam half interest in your claim for only $50. Well, I already gave it to him when he let me have the money. Now we're going to put the agreement in writing. So, come on, honey. We've got to get this house all cleaned up. Everything spick and span. Cook up all the vittles we got left. We're going to have a party tonight. Oh, Jim. In the nearby town of Jackson Bend, the shrewd-faced lawyer Killigrew waited patiently while Sam Davy read a carefully written document. When he had finished... Sam looked up. Looks all right to me, Mr. Killigrew. It's a simple partnership agreement, Sam. You get half of all that Harley finds in his gold mine. I'm wondering about this here paragraph, Mr. Killigrew. There's if either one of us die, the surviving partner gets the whole thing. Do you object to that? No, but Hardy might object. You probably figure his wife should have something in case he dies. If he objects to that paragraph, we can change it. But I think he'll not even notice it. He's a trusting individual. Well, I'm not. Don't sign anything unless I know all that's in it. Like this here paragraph. Mm -hmm. Saying you get 10% interest in the claim for being legal advisor. Why should you get 10%? You won't object, Sam. Like fun, I won't. I know what you charge for drawing up a legal paper. I'll pay it in cash. There's no reason for you to get 10% of everything. You'll agree to that, and you'll persuade Jim Hardy to agree. Uh, unless... Uh, unless what? Unless you choose to hang from murder in Washoe County. What? <laughs> I make it my business to know about people... I've known for some time that you're wanted in Washoe County under another name. In fact, there's a reward for you, Sam. I might have claimed it, but I didn't. I don't know why you didn't claim it. You never let a chance for easy cash slip through your fingers. The reward was not large enough to interest me. I thought I might see greater opportunities by... Waiting and watching. That's blackmail. You and Jim Hardy will each keep 45%. And I might observe your 45% came very cheap. Just $50. Now, uh, you'd better go home and shaved and cleaned up. I'll call for you later. We'll go to Hardy's party together in my bookboard. In the gathering twilight, an Indian rode hard through the foothills. His name was Tonto. He was hurrying to join his friend, the Lone Ranger, in a camp not far from Jackson's Corners. The ground was broken and pitted, dangerous for hard riding. Tonto guided his paint horse skillfully, but there was a small treacherous spot he failed to see. Steady, Scout! Steady, Scout! Scout regained his feet and nuzzled the Indian who lay motionless. The horse lingered for some time, then moved away. Toto remained unconscious where he had fallen while twilight deepened. It was nearly dark when Killigrew and Sam Davy approached the fallen man on their way to Hardy's home. They traveled in the lawyer's light buckboard. Uh, who there? Who, who? Why are you stopping here, Killigrew? Uh, use your eyes. There's someone lying on the ground. Well, sure not. Uh, we'll investigate. 
redskin. Yes, it is. The dead? I don't know. Oh, he's alive. He moaned. He's getting conscious. Oh, you, you help. Steady there. What, uh, what happened to you? Horse. Impulse. You don't seem to have any broken bones. Head. Head hurt. Yeah, There's a bad bump on the head. The skin is broken. Oh. He's passed out again. What do we do with him? I'm uh, wondering. We've got to get to Jim Hardy's place with the agreements. I don't know if... <laughs> Hey, Killigrew, what are you laughing about? Eh, uh, Sam, this Indian might be a killer with a grudge against your partner. Grudge against Jim Hardy? Huh. Who gave you that idea? He might have a grudge, and he might kill Jim Hardy after the partnership agreement has been signed, of course. You uh, might make a heroic effort to save Hardy. You might even kill the Indian, but... Just too late. Ah, Savvy. The dead Indian couldn't talk, and Hardy'd be dead, and I'd get the whole of the gold plate. Yes, all of the claim except what I would get. I'll grab his feet. I'll put him in my buckboard for the time being. We can use him, Sam. We can use him. As darkness gathered over the Lone Ranger's camp, the masked man built up the fire to serve as a beacon in case Tonto had trouble in finding the place. Meanwhile, the great horse Silver showed increasing signs of uneasiness. What's the matter, Silver? Tonto will be here in a little while. It's not very late. Yeah, I'll throw a little more dry wood on the fire. Presently, the sound of hoofbeats reached the Lone Ranger and the cocked ears of his horse. <laughs> Here you come, Silver. Scout answered your call. When Scout came into the circle of light, he was obviously limping and riderless. Scout, what's happened, old boy? Where's Tonto? I wish I could understand you, fellow. Now let me see that leg. And a fall and a bad one. A little rest will fix that bruise. But I wonder about Tonto. The full moon was edging over the horizon. By the time the Lone Ranger had put some healing salve on Scout's bruise, tied him to a nearby tree, and saddled Silver, there was light enough to show a trail. The masked man stamped out the campfire and turned to the horses. Now, Scout, you've got to stay here and give that leg a chance to heal. Silver and I won't need you on this trip. Silver, old boy, it's up to us to find Toto. We'll follow Scout's back trail easy enough, steady. Come Jim Hardy's house was extravagantly lighted. Jim and Mary were dressed in their best clothes, and for the first time in many, many years, a hard-working couple wore a festive air. Most of their friends had come from town to help celebrate the gold strike. And there were two who posed as friends, Sam Davey and Lawyer Killigrew. The sheriff was the last to arrive. He is the sheriff himself. I'm Mr. Howdy, Mrs. Hardy. Sheriff, I'm so glad you got here. Well, a mite late. Better late than never. Yes, of course. Yeah. Where's your man? 
You don't see Jim in the room. Well, he's in the lean-to out back in the woodshed. Oh, yeah? What in time He went there to get away from everyone while he signed a partnership agreement with Sam Davey. Oh, I see. Lawyer Killigrew and a couple of men for witnesses are with them. It seems like a howling shame that Jim has to split his claim with Davey. Oh, there'll be plenty for both. After all, Sheriff, Mr. Davey grubstake Jim. To the tune of $50. If it hadn't been for that money, we'd have had to leave without finding the gold. How is it they're just signing the agreement now? Didn't they have an agreement before this? Oh, yes, yes, but it wasn't in writing. Oh, I see. Do let me have your hat, Sheriff. There's some food over there on the table. Yeah, thank you, Mrs. Hardy, but I can't stay. I've oh, got... there's Jim now. Oh. Jim! Yeah. Oh, there's the sheriff. Say, it was mighty kind of you to drop in, Sheriff. Congratulations, Hardy. You too, Davy. I understand you'll do as well as Jim on the gold claim. I reckon so, Sheriff. We just signed a partnership agreement. So I hear. Hey, Sheriff, you know lawyer Killigrew. Howdy, Mr. Killigrew. Hi, this evening, Sheriff Darwin. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm glad you dropped in. Uh, there's something I think you should know. Is that so? Yes, yeah, it might be better if we stepped outside. It's a rather confidential matter. Uh, you come too, Sheriff. Right. I'll step outside, then go on my way. Oh, but, Sheriff, you just arrived. I just dropped in to pay my respects, Mrs. Hardy. I didn't plan to stay more than a minute anyway. I say good night, all. Killigrew held the door open while the sheriff said good night to the people at the party, then left the house with Sam Davy. The lawyer was confident no one would notice Toto bound and gagged in the buckboard, which had been left well back from the house among some trees. Yeah, sure is a nice moonlight night. Never mind the moonlight, Killigrew. What's on your mind? Sheriff, uh, who'd have a grudge against Jim Hardy? No one that I know of. Why? But I heard, uh, indirectly, you understand, that he had claimed land that uh, someone else wanted. Someone else wanted that land? Why didn't they claim it? I can't answer that, Sheriff. Of course, there's many reasons why someone might be unable to stake a claim. Uh, an Indian or a wanted man, for example. Now, hold on, Killigrew. Let me ask one question. What would happen to Jim's share of the gold mine if Jim got killed? Well, according to the partnership agreement, it would go to Sam Davy. That's about what I figured. Yeah. Now get this, Killigrew, and you too, Davy. Huh? If anything happens to Jim Hardy, I'll come looking for you too. And not for any mysterious grudge killer. Paste that in your hat. Killigrew, that didn't go over so good. The sheriff's suspicious. If we go through with our plans now, he'll suspect us. Leave it to me, Sam. How can he accuse us of murder if we deliver the Indian killer to him? With Jim's own wife as a witness. Just leave it to me. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes... Please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
now to continue our story. As he rode toward town, the sheriff paid little attention to the lawyer's idea of anyone bearing a grudge against Jim Hardy until he saw a white horse on the trail ahead. A man stood beside the horse, examining the ground. As the lawman drew near, the stranger looked up. Then in the moonlight, Sheriff Darwin saw that the owner of the white horse wore a mask. Well, there. Hold it steady. You're covered. Oh, you wear a badge. Are you the sheriff or a deputy? Darwin's the name, Sheriff Darwin. Take that mask off. Well, just a minute, Sheriff. Steady, boys. <coughs> Take it off or I'll do it for you. A hired gunslinger, huh? Coming to get Jim Hardy. I've never heard of Jim Hardy. No? Well, that remains to be proved. Now, hush your hands. You're under arrest. Do you generally arrest people without cause? That mask is cause enough. Sheriff, I came here looking for a friend. Who? My friend is an Indian. His name is Tonto. He fell when his horse stumbled. If you're good at cutting sign, you can verify what I say by looking at the tracks. I ordered you to heist your hands. Tonto was picked up by two men and taken away in a light wagon drawn by two horses. You think I'm fool enough to believe that? See for yourself. You can't read that much on a trail at night. You can in moonlight, such as this. I'm not fool enough to take my eyes off you. Now do as I say. I'm going to follow that wagon. Hey, Juniper, you can't stand there and defy me. I don't mean to defy you. You put up your hands or get ready to shoot it out with me. My guns will stay in leather unless you take them. Unless I take them, eh? Well, I can do that, too. Careful. I'll show you. (laughs) Sorry. Let me go. No use struggling. I'll get you. Yes, I know you'll try. That's why I've got to put a rope on you. You won't rope me. I'll get free. As I get the rope around you. No, no, don't. There. That does it. You'll hang for this. Oh, I doubt that. Now, a couple of loops to hold your arms. This one over. There. You won't get away with it, mister. You've got the top hand. I'm not trying to get away with anything. My friend was hurt. He's been taken away from here in a wagon. I want to find him. I'll not be stopped by someone who mistakes me for a hired gunslinger. Say, listen, mister. Who are you? What's the difference? You're the first man who's fast enough to knock a gun out of my head. I'll pick up your gun. You'll get it back when we part company. Come on now. I'll help you to the saddle. You'll have to ride with your arms tied. Ride where? With me. I won't do it. You may ride your own horse with your hands tied or ride across my saddle. Hmm. I'll ride my horse. Help me aboard. Jim Hardy's party had broken up and the guests had gone. Lawyer Killigrew drove slowly with Sam Davy at his side and Toto tied and gagged. When he was sure that everyone was well away from the Hardy cabin, the lawyer turned from the trail and circled back. The place was still lighted when he drew rain near the house. Pull that, Still up. Cleaning up after the party, I reckon. How's the Indian? Is he conscious? Of course he is. He was conscious before we left the party. It's a good thing we tied and gagged him. Well, let's get down. Get a groat. After what the sheriff said, I'm not so sure we'll get away with this scheme. We'll get away with it. I know what constitutes legal evidence. I hope so. And I'd grab the Indian and pull him out of the wagon. Come on, Redskin. It's time for you to get useful. He can stand up, all right. Yes, of course you can. Now get out your knife and cut the rope on his ankle so he can walk. All right. I wish there was some way to kill Jim so it would look accidental. You heard what the sheriff said. 
It's Inspector Sir planning the accident. What in blazes will he suspect if Jim's killed? How can he accuse us if Hardy's own wife is the only witness? She's on our side. Got that angle, Rube. I am. Don't leave the rope on the ground. I'll toss it into the wagon. Now what? Do you see that open window? Yeah. I'm going inside. I'll tell Jim and his wife that we decided we'd better come back and warn them that someone's after Jim. You'll be right outside that window with this Indian. Now, when I cough, throw a shot at Blay. I'll shout and point to the window. I savvy. Mary Hardy will turn. She'll get a look at the Indian, a quick look, just before you pull him aside. You step back and shoot the Indian. Mrs. Hardy will see that he's gagged. She'll see that he has a bandana over part of his face, just like a disguise. That'll hide the gag. Say, that's smart. After the shot, I'll rush out to join you. We'll cut the ropes and the gag. And uh, you'll be a hero for getting Jim's killer. Now, here's the Indian's gun. Huh? Be sure you shoot Hardy with this gun and the Indian with your own. Look here, Killer Gru. Why do I have to be the one to do the shooting? They can only hang you once. But I should should I call you... Jake Arnold of Washoe County. All right. Remember, when I cough, you fire. Yeah. Let's get going. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger kept a close watch on his prisoner, Sheriff Darwin, while he followed the tracks of Killigrew's light wagon through the moonlit night. How long do you think you can keep me hogtied like this? I'm sorry it's necessary, Sheriff. You still following the wagon tracks? Yes. I don't know how you can see them from the saddle. Experience helps. I've had to do a lot of trailing by moonlight. I think me... Oh, boy, who? Oh. Oh, oh. Why are you stopping? He's a big fella. Something curious about the tracks. Yeah. Something darn curious about you and that mask, too. If you wanted to shorten the trip, you probably could. You must know who owns a light wagon, perhaps a buckboard. I'm telling nothing. Shoot yourself, Sheriff. What's curious about the track? From here on, there's a double track. Yeah? Yes, the carriage went ahead and came back this far and turned off the trail. It did? Come back this far, you say, and then turn off the trail? Yes. The driver seems to be circling back to where he came from. At least the tracks start like this. Wait a minute. Well? Untie my arms and give me my sex gun. We'd be right back where we started. Not by a jugful. When we started, I was against you. Now I'm with you. With me? That buckboard is owned by lawyer Killigrew. Sam Davey and he was at Jim Hardy's house. You spoke of them. They're circling back there. I want to know the reason why. I don't want to be hindered by having my arms tied. I can take you there direct. Be quicker than following the trail. All right. Sit still. You, you're going to do what I asked? You're going to trust me not turning on you? I can tell when a man is to be trusted. So can I, doggone So can I. Hurry up and untie me. We've got to get moving. All right. The need for haste was even greater than the sheriff realized. While Jim Hardy and his wife sat at a table looking over Jim's newly signed agreement... They didn't suspect that death was just a few yards distant. I suppose it's all right, Jim, if you say so. Sure it is, honey. I don't mind cutting the lawyer in for a share. 
We'll need him. And as for Sam getting a claim in case I die, he'd do the right thing. He wouldn't see you go without money. Well, I suppose the agreement has to be that way if it's the custom. You'd better close that window. I think we'd better leave it open let the pipe smoke out. The money the boys were smoking their pipes is... Maybe someone forgot something. Might be Jack Peterson. He's absent-minded. Well, lawyer Killigrew. Uh, Jim, I'm, I'm glad you still have. May I step in? Yes, of course. Is anything wrong, Mr. Killigrew? Well, sir, uh, an Indian's been threatening to get you, Jim. Oh. Get me? Why, there must be some mistake. Jim, there's no mistake. You remember when I went outside with the sheriff? Sure. I told him what I'd heard. He wouldn't take me seriously. Sam Davy will tell you how the sheriff refused to believe me. Do you know the Indian, Mr. Killigrew? No, no, I wasn't going to say anything about it because I didn't want to alarm you, Mrs. Hardy. But when Sam and I were on the way back to town, we saw a campfire not far from the trail. There was an Indian beside it. Well, there aren't many redskins in this community. I know it, I know it. Well, Sam and I talked it over and decided to come back here and put you on your guard. You'll appreciate it. We'll be on the watch. You'd uh, better be sure your windows are closed. <coughs> and the door's locked, too. <laughs> yes, the door's locked, too. <laughs> have you taken cold, Mr. Killigrew? Well, I, I may have. Look, the doorway. Uh, what? An Indian. He's opened the door. He's the door? He's not gagged. You surprise me free, huh? Now you sit still. Sam, Sam! Hold your fire. Wait a minute, Redskin. He not hurt you. He come after this fellow. No, 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 no. Killigrew, it's you, he won't. Oh, wait a minute. Listen to me. Sam, where are you? Him not help. Him tied up. Hey, don't shoot me. Wait a minute. Now, listen to me. You, you know all about the plans. You heard this. Get hardy. Get him and I'll make it right with you. What's he say? Now, you keep quiet. Oh. You want this fellow dead, yeah. huh? Then you and partner get all the gold mines. How much you pay me. Great Scott. We'll, we'll give you your share. I, uh, I promise you. Killigrew, you and Sam, why you double-crossing? Born Indians, shoot them. Get both of them. You've got to do it or they'll tell the law. I, I'll pay you. Shoot them. Don't shoot me. He won't shoot anyone. Uh, look. Man. Good work, fellow. You played it just right. Yes, and I ask, Killigrew. Sheriff Darwin, I, I told you what would happen if you schemed against Jim. Stick your hands That's right. Uh, let me talk. Yeah. You talk plenty. What you haven't told me, I'll get from Tonto and Sam Davies. If that coyote squealed, He I'll... didn't have a chance. He came up on him from behind while he was fixing to frame Tonto for murder. Uh, he's already wanted for murder in Washoe County. Is that so? Well, Jim, it looks like you had a streak of good luck when you signed that agreement. Davy hangs for murder, you'll be sole owner of your claim. Except for 10% to kill a girl. Well, listen, I, I didn't commit murder. Just let me go and I'll give up my 10%. You know that Davy was wanted for murder in Washoe County. You're guilty of concealing information. For that, you'll go to jail. Uh, that squealing. No he good. didn't squeal. Tondo just dropped a couple of remarks before he came in, that's all. He was saying, hey, where is he? Where's that masked man? Hey, come here. I want to. And they're gone. Say, Sheriff, who was that Indian? Jim, he's Tonto, the partner of the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's story was written by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played